Welcome to the Sportswire Spotlight. I'm Will Catterley. Joining me as always, Dylan Garner. And this week we are at Verina High School. Nice to be here on a nice fall afternoon. It finally feels like fall after it. so long. Yep, got my lawn aerated the other day, and it's it's that time of year where you cover football and you go out at night, and all of a sudden you gotta wear you gotta wear a little bit of extra clothing. You got a big sweatshirt. Yeah, sweatshirt season. Got I had my first jacket game on Friday night, which by the way was a thriller. Uh, if you have not seen the latest sports wire, check it out. The Glen Allen Hermitage game was absolutely fantastic. Went down to a last-second field goal. Glenn Allen gets the win. Uh, Hermitage misses that field goal. Um, hotly contested game. Two teams with the same talent. Uh, but everything you want in a football game, you want that high-stakes drama at the end yeah. of the game, and you had that. With that win, Glenn Allen's now in fourth place. I mean, now these standings are starting to matter because yeah. there's only three games left okay. for everybody. And, and Glenn Allen's in, in fourth place. Highland Springs is at number two. They take care of business against Potomac. Um, and that's just in, in class six. For What that loss did to Hermitage was they, they moved down to number three in class five, but they're still close to first. And speaking of Verina, they'll be playing Verina soon. And they, they've got, they've got a, a, a big game with, with Highland Springs as well. So a lot of these teams jockeying for position kind of control their own destiny a little yeah. bit. In a, in a big season, I think, for a lot of these teams, especially Glen Allen, I think we mentioned in one of our first episodes that they were kind of a surprise team, and they've just kind of maintained that, right? Yeah, it, it's been amazing because it, it, they have a lot of very talented athletes. And, and when you talk preseason, I talked to Coach Perry Jones. He was talking about how – and you hear this from all the coaches. Like, oh, well, we're very talented, but we're very young, which usually is code for we're not very good because we're very young and we don't have a ton of depth. But no, he really meant it. Okay, we are very young, but we really are very talented. Same thing with Hermitage. They're yeah. almost mere images of each other. Um, and the fact that Glen Allen graduated over 20 seniors last year and haven't really skipped a beat uh, is saying something, especially moving to class six. Yeah. And when you have that talent and it happens to click, you know, be it coaching or just guys working out enough, you know, and working on their plays enough. It can come together with a really cool season, and I think that's what we're seeing from a couple teams. Yeah, so it's it's heating up. Uh, playoff football is so close. It feels like we started the season like like last week, but that's not <laughs> the case. Um, volleyball, uh, obviously all these sports, volleyball, field hockey, uh, football, they're all moving towards the postseason. I was at a big one. It's always a big matchup when Glenn Allen plays deep run because I think uh, if memory serves, and I, I should have written this down, but I think six – or seven, six or seven of the last years, one of those two teams has been the state champion. Yeah, uh, Glenn Allen's won it like three in a row, yeah. and before that, it was deep run. And uh, Wildcats get the season sweep, and, and and guys volleyball against Glen Allen, and that hadn't happened in many years. And those two teams will be battling again this time. Just I was going to say both, both moved to class six. I think it's safe to say that the championship will go through them one way or another, you know, whether they're yeah. competing against each other in the same well, states and, at some point. You and, know? and the weird thing about it is they, they kind of, in guys' volleyball, they don't do this in any other sport, but in, in, in uh, boys' volleyball, they combine five and six. Oh, right. So when, yeah. when, when five and six would go into the playoffs, like, for instance, Deep Run would have to beat Thomas Dale or, or Glen Allen would have to beat Thomas Dale, exactly. who's been in six for a while. So. That's one of the unique facets. Girls volleyball, and we're going to get to that in a little bit as to why we're here, but girls volleyball, um, same thing. Deep Run gets a huge win. They actually get payback this time against Godwin. Now, Godwin is in five, and they are 
in one of the front seats for the playoffs, but they're going to be a tough outcome playoffs. So Gowan, you know, no worries for them. Deep run, big win. They only have a few losses on the year, um, and they just keep getting better and better. So the home of the Wildcats is is, is working out well for them on the court. Uh, but the reason we're here at, at Verina High School, we're, we're going to talk to a, a very talented, uh, very gifted uh, young student athlete, outside hitter here at Verina for the girls team. They're having one of the best seasons they've ever had. And a head coach, and some may call her a head chef. <laughs> yes, chef. So Ayana Harding, the outside hitter, and uh, Vicki Ferris, she's a head coach of the girls volleyball team. Uh, but you're going to find out she does a whole lot more than just that. So let's delve right into this. Joining us are two guests, Ayana Harding, outside hitter for girls volleyball here at Verina High School, and of course, the head coach, Vicki Ferris. Uh, we really appreciate you guys being on the Sportswire Spotlight. Thank you for, for inviting us. You got it, anytime. Uh, I want to start with this. You know, we've, we've covered a lot of sports, but here at Verina, uh, when I saw you guys playing at Highland Springs, that was a great environment, number one. People think rivalries. They think Highland Springs ran on the on the gridiron in football. Mm -hmm. But in volleyball, you guys got something going. Mm -hmm. And the first thing I noticed was, who is that girl with that serve? Mm -hmm. And Ayana, I, I got to ask, what got you into volleyball, and how did you develop that serve? Because it looked really good. And when you guys were going, you guys were really, really going with that serve. Well, during the COVID year, I started watching volleyball on YouTube. And I started, I was like... Maybe I want to play in high school. So I tried to do it, but our coach didn't let us since it was COVID and the season was already in. So I had to wait till next season. That's what got me. So how do you take something that from YouTube and adapt it? Like, how do you, how does that function? How does that work? Do you, did you start practicing like with a ball in your backyard or like yeah, how, how did started, that start? I started in my backyard. I just started passing with my brother and my father. I just started playing. That's awesome. That's really cool. And coach, um, you know, if you want to talk about your background with the volleyball team, obviously you have a lot that we're going to get into. Yeah, <laughs> you are, yeah. you are multifaceted alert. to say the least. <laughs> um, but if you want to talk about your history with the volleyball team and kind of maybe um, with Yana as well and how this year has gone. Well, um, I've known Yana since she was a baby before she came into middle school and I taught her sisters, her sisters that are older than her. So I've known her for a very long time. Um, my, I started in volleyball because they didn't have a coach. <laughs> and here at Ravine, I usually any girl sports that needed a coach, I've learned. So I learned on YouTube also. <laughs> wow. I did play volleyball in high school, but you know that was 20 years ago. Right. So I had to learn a lot to the new times with these girls. And I, this is my third season. Third season. Third season. And um, I had. The JV at first, mm -hmm. and I did that for a year. Then we came into varsity, and um, basketball was my first. I've been doing basketball for years, but I've given basketball up and moved over to volleyball. <laughs> so. I was, I'm going to say, learning on the fly, both uh, both coach and uh, student athlete here using YouTube. You guys have learned pretty well to the <laughs> tune of a record of seven and ten. That's been one of your best records in a long time, and yes. you're you're in the. You're in the picture. We're in 10th place right now. Yeah, we're, we're be the first time going to regionals in a long time. So awesome. we're super excited. How did the team look from, say, day one, early preseason practice to where you guys are now? Well, I knew I had a strong team coming in because they were my JV girls that I've had. But I upped up. I, I took our post game 
a little higher. We went to um, Life Skills at St. Paul's Church, mm -hmm. and I got their mental state together. I've been doing a lot of research on sports and mental states, and I wanted my girls to be mentally strong for whatever we may see in our season. So we did six weeks Life Skills at St. Paul's, and then we had weightlifting and conditioning. And we got, for the first time, we went to JMU Volleyball Camp. Wow. And I took 18 girls to volleyball camp and it was amazing and we learned so much from the JMU coaches and the players. The girls were excited to be in a different environment and um, from there I knew, I said this isn't the team that's going to take us further than what we've been in the past and hey, we've been working hard since. Absolutely. Ayana, what is that like uh, seeing uh, players at the next level playing a sport that you love? I don't know. It just seemed like somewhere that I can be one day. That's all. Do you see yourself in the yeah, future? I see myself in the future playing volleyball. Hopefully I can. Awesome. And, you know, uh, your coach mentioned those, like, life skills and kind of mental things that, you know, y'all worked on. Can you kind of describe, if you look at yourself maybe last year compared to this year, what are yeah. those things that either maybe on the court or as a leader, you know, in practice or whatever, what are those things that you think you've learned, like, the mental side of that sport? Well, my confidence really got higher <laughs> Because last year, my confidence wasn't really really good. Mm -hmm. But this year, it's grown. Was there a defining moment, or did it just, like, develop over time? Or was there all, all of a sudden? It developed during my club season when I started playing more and playing, like, around people that, like, actually wanted to play. That's what happened. Well, I asked Coach this question. When did you see yourself? Well, you said club level, your confidence went up. But when did you see yourself and your team? starting to evolve this year because you guys are playing really competitive now. Oh, yeah. After the um, JMU, JMU camp, the practice after, everybody started hustling and going for the ball and everything. And doing their own workouts outside of practice. Self-motivation, mm -hmm. yeah, to be good. It really yeah. motivated them a lot to see the college life. Yeah, I'm sure. And I know I've interv I interviewed those coaches when I was a student there mm -hmm. a while back, and I know they're – that whole unit is great, and I know it's and it's a really successful program, right? And when you see that kind of success with your own eyes, especially one that's older, right, in the college ranks, D one, it's it's got to be just so, you know you pick as much information as you can from those kinds of people, and it's got to be really really valuable. Ayana, I know you have to be a leader on the team as well. So how do you keep your team in check? Because we go through moments where we have really high highs, really low lows, but sometimes there's adversity, and volleyball is one of those sports where momentum changers can make or break winning? Well, when I see like people making mistakes back to back, back to back, I tell them that they can just breathe. Just breathe, just take a moment, just wait. It's, a, it's one point at a time. And I just tell them that it's okay. Like It's the volleyball, it's a game of mistakes. I need your help with that, with the mental stuff. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> see, I think you end up learning more from the students that we talk to than they end up learning from anything that we had to say. So far, we've been doing this. I, yeah, I do. I, I pick up something and I learn something along the way. Well, Ayana also takes the younger girls and um, her parents bought her court in her backyard and she does stuff on her own with them yeah. to help them, the ones that wanted to learn. And she takes that time. That's why she's one of my leaders on the team as a captain because she knows how to not just say it, also show them. So that's been a big help for the younger girls, helping them in that way. I think COVID was a, was a weird, obviously it was yeah. it, it, a, a weird time for all of us. But one thing that was a great uniter was it made us all bored. Yes. We all wanted to do something new because we were just 
afford. Is that kind of how it happened with you? You're like, I've got a volleyball. Let's build a net. Well, I didn't have a volleyball COVID year. Well, I watched YouTube. Then I got it that season coming up. Well, it still wasn't COVID, though. Got it. You just get your 10th grade year. Yeah, she just learned year. her 10th grade year. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Quick developer. And you've told me off camera, and Aon, I don't know if you know, but you've been trying to get some colleges to notice how good she is on the court. Yes. Yes. She really wants to go. Um, tell her where you want to go. To state or union. Yes. Well, I do have state coaches coming to see me for the Holly Springs game. That's home on the 24th. Payback time, right? Tuesday. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What's the difference between the two teams, Verina, Highland Springs? What do you think is uh, your best attribute, the best way to, to beat Highland Springs? Because you guys were very competitive. When I was there, it was like between three points every, every different uh, set. Well, I think it's all in the energy, the energy on the court and, and the energy in the crowd and how we play. Yeah. Well, hopefully you guys bring the energy. Or hopefully, yeah. I know you'll bring the energy. I'm yes. hoping the crowd brings the energy. The crowd in us, we will bring the energy. I was about to say, I don't think that's much of a question. Well, it's <laughs> weird around because here, they always do. Yeah, the weird thing is when I was at Highland, now this was, granted, it was a Highland Springs game, but you brought fans too. Mm -hmm. There was more energy in that game then there was energy in two potential state champions and a defending state champion, guys volleyball, that I was at the other night. It was Glenn Allen and Deep Run. And I'm like, I was at Highland Springs, Verona Girls, and they were loud. Like, I, yeah. It makes you want to be there, too. Yeah. When you got a camera, I'm not going to lie, you cover a sport every day or every other day or whatever mm -hmm. it might be. You want some energy because that gets you going. Yes. Yeah. So with Holland Springs, um, me and the coach there, we're partnering up trying to get our girls to come together and um, work out in the spring and do different things also within RICO. Um, I just think for the east end side, we're trying to get um, it in our in our area because right. it's not in our area as much as it is in other areas. Sure, west end is more of a volleyball area and the east end is and not. And we've been um, developing different things with the rec centers here that's given us time to do Saturdays. So I'm hoping this summer we're going to come together, all of three of us going to come together with our girls and do something amazing. And, Coach, we wanted to touch upon kind of the other things you do here, the many other things, as I mentioned before. You're wearing kind of your apron here. Um, can you give us an idea? You are kind of the, you know, culinary arts expert, if you want to call it that, uh, whatever title you want to use. Um, and it's kind of what kind of ties together two of our, you know, our other two guests here is that they're in your class to, you know, this cooking class and, you know, culinary arts class. Can you kind of describe your history as a teacher in that and your passion in that um, as it relates to the school? Well, when I became, one of our teachers retired mm -hmm. and um, I became the culinary teacher and I wanted to build it the way that I wanted to build it. So I re-ramped the whole thing. Um, I wanted my kids to get the opportunity to have certifications when they leave high school and go into the workforce ready and compete with other people in the Richmond area. Absolutely. So um, it it's got off the ground, and we really I just thought about different things that can help my community, and and the biggest thing was in the Rana community, our sports teams. Um, Speaking of, of sports teams, football as well, and that's yes, why Linwood's here because <laughs> you're you not only got and I, I not to cut you off, mm -hmm. but you not only got into. Uh, into teaching culinary arts. I mean, I remember doing it. I was, it was like, how to not burn a pancake? <laughs> but you're feeding teams. Yes. And, and that brings up football. Linwood, 
Uh, thanks for joining us. Thanks Thank for being you. part of the Sportswear Spotlight. Uh, being in Vicky, you're not only the quarterback. Those are big shoes to fill, and we'll get to that. But you got to eat, right? Man, yeah. you got to <laughs> eat before the game. So you're learning how to cook, but you're also eating beforehand What in, in terms of what she's serving. So so what's your favorite meal from uh, from uh, Ferris here? Uh, I think one of the... One of my favorite meals is the chicken Alfredo. Oh, that sounds eat. good. Yeah. I think that's on our menu tonight, actually, at home. <laughs> I think I need to add it to my menu. <laughs> <laughs> They're actually eating it today. They called me to, uh, to make nice. them some chicken Alfredo for this big game coming up on Friday. Well, that's yeah. what I wanted to get to because it's not like Verina has a small football program. And it's not like they eat small portions. So you got <laughs> a big program and you got big portions. So go through a game day scenario for me you got to feed the football team how much food are we talking uh we go about maybe 10 10 to 12 pounds of chicken wow yeah and um noodles yes i just got a person in the community that started donating noodles to us because oh, we have so much. we eat a lot of noodles but um gotta get the carbs it's big my my truck i have no children and my truck it has three-seater and it's filled every day for game day to the top. And it costs, I mean, I get I get there and the community food line down here on Route 5, mm-hmm. I have so many savings and deals. I bet. And we save so much money there. And, I, and everyone there just helps feed them. Right. So we get a lot of free stuff. We had apples. Um, they gave us over 100 bags of apples, and they made um, apple butter, and they ate apples. Every sports team ate apples this season. That's amazing. Every game. It's That's awesome great. to have outside help, too, and yeah. have a partnership. Yes, it's great to have that because sometimes, you know, money can be tight everywhere. Mm-hmm. So I try. We do. I do a lot of couponing. Yeah. <laughs> so one could argue that you are, behind the scenes, you are actually the recipe for success for Verina football and other sports as well. Oh, I try to, I try to be behind the scenes, but yes. <laughs> I, I, for me, my students are everything. I'll mm-hmm. do anything for my students to make sure they're okay and they will thrive in whatever they're doing. Well, I do want to I do want to bring that up, though. Just a quick question, Linwood. Like, how important is a pregame meal? Uh, I feel like it's very important. Sometimes it has been games that I haven't ate, and like I just felt like my energy was low, just didn't feel right. And then Vicky shows up. That <laughs> <laughs> saves the day. And uh, Linwood, can you give us an idea? Um, what is being in her, you know, obviously you guys, you know, have this relationship with your teachers and coaches and stuff, but what's it also like being in her class and, you know, having that relationship with her to the football team, but also you're learning from her, you know, throughout the week. You know, what is what is that class like? Because it's, it's a very interesting thing to learn when you're, you know, 16, 17 years old. Uh I feel like it's very important to like, it helps me know what to eat on game days, helps me know what I should eat. It helps me know how to cook. It helps me, she teaches me life skills with cleaning, anything. What can you cook for Dylan and I right now? I was gonna say, we're gonna put you <laughs> Anything. Anything, really? What, what would you wanna cook? Like what's your like specialty? Uh, shrimp. Oh yeah. Yeah, he made, anything me, he shrimp. made a shrimp. He made a shrimp wrap for lunch yesterday. Nice. He was hungry and got into my... I like the Cajun <laughs> shrimp. <laughs> like with Andouille sausage. He's also a leader in the class. Really? He's yeah. a, are you a sous chef? Yeah. Excuse yes. me? Yes. 
Oh, okay. He's a sous chef <laughs> in the class, yes, chef. and he leads the a team. So it kind of carries over to um, what he does on the field. So he has responsibilities in the classroom with emailing our clients, the people that we cook for in the Henrico County, and um, making sure the kitchen is cleaned and everyone is dressed appropriately. He has people may not realize that too, but if you have a job in the hospitality business and you're you're a cook, front cook or back back line cook, when you're in the weeds, that's hard. <laughs> that's hard work. Like uh, for real. So not only are you are you cooking it in the classroom, but you've been cooking on the field as well at quarterback. <laughs> yes. But tell me about that experience so far. You guys have been terrific. Just one loss and that was to last year's state championship or state champion at class six against freedom uh how have you guys developed uh, your game as this season's gone on especially after that loss because it feels like you haven't skipped a beat uh we just we keep working every day i try to get them to stop playing at practice and stuff and really our biggest problem right now is playing four quarters we haven't played four quarters of verona football yet I remember being at the Henrico mm. game, and it was like 0-0 after one. You guys scored 28 in the second. Final was 28 nothing. Yeah, <laughs> we haven't. That's really our biggest problem. I feel like if we would play four quarters against Freedom, I feel like we would be undefeated right now. Yeah, you smoked them in the second half. Yeah. It was like, well, where were we in the first half? Where were the carbs? I'm not blaming. I'm not. I'm not blaming <laughs> Coach Ferris. Yeah, we need more pasta. Yeah, actually. more pasta at <laughs> halftime. Yeah. Probably help. Donate more you. noodles, please. <laughs> <laughs> um, seriously though, it, it is. Those are can be mentally challenging. Like up here, and it, just just taking over that spot at quarterback, especially when you're you're taking over for a guy who won a state championship and Miles Derricott. How have you been able to handle that? Because when I'm at the game and when I see highlights, it looks like you haven't skipped a beat at that position. Uh, I learn, I learn from the best. Like I learn from Miles. Miles, me and Miles still talk to this day. Miles tell me what I need to work on, what I'm doing good, what I'm doing wrong, and just my coaches. I feel like I have some good coaches. They helping me. And uh, Vicky, from your perspective, you know, you're. I mean, I feel like. Along with all these other things, you're kind of the head cheerleader for all these kids, right? You, she's you support all the games. You support these kids, you know, in so many ways. You you obviously coached plenty of them, you taught plenty of them, and you're you're there, you know, at the games. Like, what is your perspective on supporting the football team and being there and being part of that? You know, when I I, I have you know friends and people that I know that have you know been through Verina a long time ago or recently or whatever, and it's just. It's it's one of those it's one of the best cultures of you know student support and community support that I know of. What's it like being a part of that, and why why do you take that on, and why do you think it's important to kind of support the football team and these other kids that you might teach you know during the day, be there at their games at night? Well, it's my legacy actually. Um, my name is all I have to really go off, and I want to leave everything I can with them. I want them to carry me with them wherever they go. And every meal I cook brings them together as a family, and family is something that I preach a lot. And I want them to remember that wherever they are, they have someone somewhere that's gonna help them when they're down, when they're up. I need my kids to know that family is big, and you feed the soul. I feed the soul, and that's what I'm doing for my kids, is make sure I, they get a home-cooked meal at any cost. At some point, it never run a career. <laughs> I make sure that happens. So it's really my legacy. I don't have anything else to leave behind but something for Verona. 
What does that do for you, Linwood, when you hear something like that? Like, what's your, your relationship like with, with Miss Ferris and the fact that she's helping you out and feeding you? And, and she's not just doing it because she can and she has the aptitude. She's doing it out of love and community. It really means a lot to me. Um, me and Miss Ferris' relationship is, like, really tight. It got tighter from last year to this year. So it really means a lot to me that I have somebody that cares about me. Well, we'll see. We're gonna Thank you, in line. I don't play that either. <laughs> <laughs> I don't play. No disrespect at all. Yeah. Well, you're gonna be. You're gonna be having. A, you're gonna. Your cooking prowess is gonna be put to the test, though, because you're gonna have Tuesday. You're gonna have. Or you have Friday. Sorry. Then Tuesday against Hermitage, and then Saturday against Highland Springs. We'll, we'll close. We'll close with that, Linwood. Uh, final question: How are you guys preparing? Because it's a little bit different. You're almost like getting ready for three teams. I'm assuming. Yeah, it's, it's really tough just trying to find a way to be able to recover and everything in between those next couple of games. So practices, are that means you're going to need some more food. Miss uh, <laughs> Ferris. Uh, delivery. We, we really appreciate you guys being part of the uh, Sportswear Spotlight. A big shout-out as well to Ayana Harding. Uh, continued success in, in volleyball. Hope you guys make it to playoffs, oh make gosh, it to regional. I'm so excited. I'm yes. so excited. Hope the great cooking <laughs> continues. And now I'm hungry leaving this show. And, and good luck against Atlee. And then you got Hermitage. You got Highland Springs. So thank you. Thank you guys for joining the Sports Wire Spotlight. Well, that was a really awesome conversation. Honestly, I'm kind of hungry now. I think we should have asked <laughs> Coach Ayers to bring some food. Well, this but, is yeah. This is one of those uh, normally I eat before I come, and this is one of the ones where I actually skipped, and I was like, that was a mistake. Yeah, Co Coach Ferris. I mean, she was such a great interview, and the student athletes. I mean, you can see how much they work with her. You know how much they embrace her. You know dedication to what they do, um, her support for them, and you know, like it's shown on the on the field and the court, right? You know, Ayana's leading this kind of upstart. Really, you know, like they're having a really good season based on what they've done recently and you know variety football goes without saying i think at yeah. this point how talented they are well there so there's so many layers to the onion to unpack here and i can't go too far into it but i mean just looking back at that so there's covid a young lady wants to play a new sport watches on youtube on how to play it which is funny because i watched youtube on how to fix my car if i don't want to spend it's, hundreds it's, of dollars it's the way to do it but she you know and then she gets into the sport and not only does she get into it if you haven't gone to a verina girls game go she's really good she's really really good um she might start to get some offers sooner rather than later and then you know obviously linwood johnson taking over a quarterback a good you know uh, that those are tough shoes to fill miles derrickout's a state champion from last year and the fact that they're tight but it's about the relationships yeah like we see teachers all the time we see administrators all the time and yes you know we have a lot of great ones here in henrico county without question I've, I've met them um but when we asked coach ferris or uh, uh you know culinary teacher uh, of ferris uh, about cooking for the kids she it meant a lot to her. I mean, there were tears in her eyes at one point because she wanted to leave. She said, that's all I got. And that was really touching. Her, her, literally, her, her relationship with her students means that much to her. It was really cool. Absolutely. Um, and, you know, the legacy. I think that's yeah, just, that was, that was the, like, you know, stamp on everything we talked about there. Leaving a legacy in any way you can. And obviously the way she can is her support, her cooking, her coaching. Yep. It's just great to hear those people and it's why it's why we're doing this, right? Right.
and they, they talk about all on Route 5, all about Route 5 here at Verina. And, uh, you know, you can't eat on Route 5 without Coach Ferris. Also cool to hear that they've got those partnerships with Food Line exactly. and some other places. Yeah. Um, so best of luck to Ayana. Um, obviously, uh, Coach Ferris, keep doing what you're doing. Because uh, yes. these kids, are, they, they are noticing they, it's a big part of their lives. And uh, what uh, – what Linwood's going to do on the field these next couple of weeks as well for Verina football. Uh, and I agree with them. Verina needs to, needs to be more consistent and play four quarters of football. So yeah. do my New York Giants, though, so you're not alone. I was going to say that. One quarter would be good. <laughs> that, uh, the Giants could score a touchdown. That would be a nice start for yeah, them. Yeah, that's I think a great way the, to go. The four quarters thing is something you hear a lot from you know any foot, any level of football, whether you're a it's Super true. Bowl champion or a Class 4 champion, right? And it's something that you got to – you got to work on, and it's that's why the season exists, right? You get that stuff ironed out, and they got what three games in the next nine yeah, days. So that was crazy. That's why I was asking uh, Vicky Ferris about like you're going to be cooking a lot, but <laughs> she says like 12, 16 pounds of chicken, whatever it was. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, so how many pounds of chicken is it for this Friday against Atley? Which, by the way, is a big game. They can't take Atley lightly because Atley's on the outside looking in the playoffs. They yeah. want to win. Verina can't be looking ahead. But I wouldn't blame them because we had those thunderstorms earlier in the year. So the makeup game to play Hermitage is on Tuesday. We might have a rare sports wire first where we have Hermitage versus Highland Springs highlights in in the same show that we have Verina Hermitage highlights. I wouldn't want to be Hermitage and play Verina and I was Highland say, Springs. As hard as like it is for Verina, it might days. just be as hard as Hermitage. But, I but mean, yeah, it's, and a then, fun, it's a fun run regardless for oh, yeah. the rest of us. So get this, Verina plays Atlee, then they play Hermitage, then they play Highland Springs. So that's three games, Friday, Tuesday, Saturday. Saturday is the Verina Highland Springs game. Um, by the way, uh, check out your website, school website, for your information, because that, that, you don't want to miss that game, so you want to make sure you got everything in order, including my credentials. I've got to email Harry Lee for myself to even be there. So. This is just a good reminder. When you listen to this tomorrow, this will be, oh, wait, I got to email him. I don't know. When I get back to the office today, I'm going to. Yeah, absolutely. But, but um, I think we were looking forward to those games. Um, we had kind of some other action we were keeping eyes on for myself, uh, the cross-country folks out there, the Milestad Invitational was just this past weekend. Um, Berkeley Nance from Mills Godwin had a really good race. I think it was really rainy this year. Last, it was. I remember going last year, and it was like, you know, runners wanted a little cool, you know, so, but it was like sick. It was like maybe like mid fifties, low sixties, like perfect. And then this year is just muddy and cruddy. You know, the weird thing is runners say they like that. They yeah. like the they like the wet weather. I guess it's kind of cools them off. I don't, as long as it's not wind. I was going to say wind. Wind is what happens a lot at the state championships, and that's when it's like too cold. But you want that right. like middle. But like the, the the level of rain they got, I'm sure was a detriment to us. It probably helps them go, but I think the footing gets a little rough but um berkeley nance and mills godwin i think finished uh you know top three top five when's the last time he didn't have a good race berkeley is such an incredible runner um you know if you if you're interested in you know cross country and track go go wherever he's going because he is a really fun guy to watch run um and then on the girls side the glenn allen girls have kind of had a couple years now i mean Glen Allen has such a big program over the last handful of years, but the Glen Allen girls, I think, finished third as a team led by Ellie mm-hmm. Velasquez. And the only two teams that beat them, I think, were out-of-state teams that literally came to right. the meet because of, hey, this is elite competition. So, like, 
that's the kind of caliber that Glenn Allen is working with and that they're able to kind of keep up with. Um, you know, we might be, get to talk to a couple of people from the Glen Allen program here soon, yeah. a little yeah. teaser there, um, you know, and talk about their season uh, as they kind of, that's their kind of big mid-season point milestat, and then they'll have kind of this in-season force. So um, hopefully we get to chat with them and see, kind of check in how that's all going with them. Absolutely. And, and, and quick uh, note on field hockey, uh, Goblin just continues to win. They got a big one, 3-2 uh, to two against Glen Allen. Speaking of Glen Allen, they were down two goals, scored three. Uh, last field hockey game where I was, um, Freeman continues to handle their business. They went on the road to against an improved Tucker team. If you haven't seen Tucker play field hockey, their goalie is absolutely sensational. Um, but uh, – uh, Freeman gets a win, 6-0 six, six in that one. They're looking good in Class 5. Glen Allen, uh, terrific in, in Class 6. But I think it's going to be a, a Godwin versus Freeman in terms of regionals uh, again. A classic matchup. Yep, when, when, it, when it comes to field hockey. So we've got so many sports to cover. We're hitting the home stretch now. I know. Uh, playoffs just around the corner, like literally just around the corner. Uh, that being said, we're really, uh, really happy that we had Ayana Linwood and of course coach and cook uh Vicky Ferris uh so for Will Catterley or for Will Catterley for Dylan Garner <laughs> I'm Will Catterley thank you so much for joining us on the Sports Wire Spotlight